<laughs> okay, we're opening up those mics. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. If you're in the chat, say hello to us. Say hello if you're there. It's Friday afternoon. How's that? Again. <laughs> huh? Well, well. Here we go. Oh, yes, of course. The oh, yeah, you, you left the music on. Turn the music down a little bit. Oh, dear, we've got the wine. Here we are. Hi, everyone. Why are you late two minutes? Oh, sorry. You got a busy afternoon. Because <laughs> the stars are always late. Why are we late two minutes? What day is it? We <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like... Because we were drinking booze and talking. And then we thought... And we were like, hey, wouldn't it be great if there was a live stream where we could do this? And we went, oh, there is. There <laughs> is. Now, do you want to really know what grinds my gears? Not that we are two minutes late, but yeah. today... Okay, so I was in the center of Tallinn and I wanted to buy coffee, you know, okay. but it's still the fucking emergency situation. Okay. So I was like, okay, I wanted to buy coffee and I went to my regular place and it was like closed, place next to it was closed and I was like, can I get a coffee in Tallinn? Like really, and it took me half an hour to find a coffee shop that so was what, open. What was your regular place? Uh, Cafe in uh, in Narva uh, Monte, like the like uh, next uh, to the like the you know the Coca Cola Blast. Forum, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. That one there. on the street, on the street, yeah, not yeah. the one in the Vidokeskus. No, no, no. Both of them were closed. Mm. Both of them were closed, and I was like walking around, like, can I please get a coffee? It's nine in the morning. I need a coffee. There's a really <laughs> angry Silica Jusima <laughs> walking around. Yes. She's raging. She's like ah ah ah. People are like crossing to the other side of the street. Yes. You're like doing this, uh, like Donkey Kong or something. She-Hulk. She-Hulk realness. She-Hulk style. <laughs> and uh, where did you eventually find the coffee? In Old Town. In Old Town, okay. <laughs> I literally went well, to like some, Was it just a, like uh, some touristic cafe? Or no, there's something? one uh, a vegan cafe, Lisanna. Vegan cafe. Oh yeah. my, you've really reached low, haven't you? I'm vegetarian, fuck you. Vegan <laughs> cafe. What? Can I have a vegan coffee? <laughs> Too many coffees are made with animals. Jesus, maybe the cow likes it. And I know you would like it, but... Sure. Don't hey. speak on behalf of the cows, okay? You don't know what the cows want. You don't know cows. <laughs> it is true, I don't know cows. <laughs> Actually, one time I was called uh, Blah Blah Cow. Blah Blah? <laughs> That's uh. I'm going to brand that shit. I'm going to make t-shirts. That should be Blah Blah Cow. Blah Blah Cow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. As long as you buy my t-shirts, we are all good, honey. Like the blah, blah, dissident. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, serving you blah, blah, realness since 2018. Yes. So here we are this week. It's Friday afternoon with Lewis and Scylla. We've got, uh, this week we're drinking Wairau. Wairau? 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 Wairau. Viral. Viral Pacific. <laughs> How appropriate. We're drinking Viral Pacific. It's a New Zealand... Savion Blanc from Martin, the same place that I can't pronounce, Marlenborough. Marlenborough in New Zealand. It's, it's not bad. It's all right. You can't pronounce that? And uh, Marlborough. Marlborough. Like the cigarettes. Yeah. You're saying it like the cigarettes. It's you not? Fucking smoky, I always, smoky. I always said it like that. Marlborough. Maybe it is. It's one of those weird English words that... Uh, so, I mean, I every week it's usually myself picking out the wine and I have a particular strategy... Uh, to picking out wine. I've studied for years. I've been researching and then I go to Rimi and find whatever's on special. And this was this was two euros off. It's usually nine euros and it was seven euros. And I went, I would drink a nine euro wine for seven euros. 
that's how much effort he puts into it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's literally <laughs> what I had to do. <laughs> I was having a conference call before this. We're talking about a conference that we're going to be doing in uh, October, and they were like, oh, "I'm like, I have to go now. I have to prepare." And she's like, "Oh, are you writing notes? Are you? <laughs> what are you? How do you? How ever do you prepare for the live stream?" I went, "Well, getting a bottle of wine." <laughs> I'm having a crazy bitch who never shuts the fuck up. It's fine. We've got <laughs> it's week eight. Like literally, you've been talking to me like eight weeks. Crazy straight. cow lady. Here we go. <laughs> crazy cow. A mad cow. Moo fucking motherfucking moo. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> moo bitches. <laughs> oh, you got. <laughs> so, I don't know. It was so funny for me. Like I was like blah blah cow. I was like mm. I can. I don't know. I just related to. That. I was it's like good. Yes. I was like, yes. It's good. That's a good, you got to adopt that. Blah, blah, cow. <laughs> blah, blah. Mm. Yeah. So thanks for joining us here. It's another Friday. Um, is lockdown over? Who can say? We don't really know. Nobody knows. Well, is it? It's in specific. Unspecified. Um, officially, yeah. It's ending on Monday. No, no, sorry. The last day is on Sunday. So it's the last weekend that we have the lockdown. But what's left? Like what? I mean, of the lockdown, what? What haven't we opened yet? I don't understand. Uh, gyms. Oh, really? yeah. Okay. Yeah, now gyms are opening on Tuesday. Hmm. Like, and all the places you can do sports, I guess. <laughs> like, okay. something like, uh, like places with, I, I think even like spas and stuff maybe are oh, opening. Great, I can get my nails done. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so, yes. I the, okay, so, okay, they're the last. Yeah, so, and what else? Uh, and actually, like, okay, we are going back to the office. I just today, uh, I got, like, specialists cleaning the entire, mm. uh, like, our office spaces and stuff like that. We had everything disinfected, like, everything, washed windows, walls, carpets, everything, like, then mm. it smelled really bad. I should get, I, I got, I should get the Comedy Estonia office cleaned like that. Mm. Nothing to do with Corona, it's just because Daniel Weinberg's is in there. Oh, yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's jokes, jokes. Blah, blah, cow, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, I I have a frustration with the lockdown that okay. the information the government has given us so far, which is apparently, because I'm thinking about events, that we can do, they said what, by August or something, it's 500 inside, right? Was that the official? Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? They're, because well, there was the, like, the, yeah, the min minis ministers, what is it? Is it the min ministry or the ministers? Ministers mm -hmm. were like, yes, we talked about this. Maybe we're going to allow 1,000 people per event, blah, blah, blah. But the thing was, uh, like, if it's not on an official site, like, actually, you know, printed, mm. we cannot go by it. So I'm like waiting for from the government like uh to to release those documents what is actually law what is gonna happen like not just something like oh the minister say like oh it's gonna be like that maybe maybe not it's oh, it's still like people took it like oh okay we're gonna have festivals with 1000 people i don't know about that because if it's not on the paper like i read it i got really excited i was like yes we're gonna have events we're gonna have do this outdoor with 1000 outdoor with 1000 and indoors were like 500 so yeah, but with the indoors, it was like uh, because they want to open uh, cinemas and mm. like theaters and stuff like that in July. Mm. That, that's a plan. That's what right. they were, the Ministry of Culture and stuff like they were talking about it, and also educa education minister and stuff like that. But they were like thinking that okay, uh, 
what are going to be the rules for outside events and in indoor events because it's going to be different and how the hell are we supposed if, it, if it's let's say if it's going to be a festival with 1000 people okay it's not big but it's you know, reasonable is 1,000. It uh, depends on the ground, how big it is. Yeah, yeah. and the thing is, how <laughs> you're going to keep your distance like while you're raving. I don't, yeah. like, I'm buying my beer, I'm lining up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah how like, are we going to... And toilets are like, you like sure. use toilets. And I, I'm like... Oh, it's going to be the corona cesspit. Imagine that toilet, that porta potty. You got to go in there. Like, that's number one corona situation happening. I'm sure of it. Yeah. So, and, and I'm really confused because what about like uh, flights? Are we going to... Are they going to allow us to fly somewhere in Europe, outside of Europe? But because for me, the riskiest thing is actually to take a plane somewhere. Mm -hmm. Because if you're sitting in a plane and somebody fucking has corona, you bet your ass you're going to get it. Already the buses. Yeah. The buses are full. You don't get a seat. If you're on looks lines right now, mm. you don't get a seat. I know this from secondhand. I didn't be on the bus, but direct report from looks lines that there's there's it's back to situation normal there's russian grandma mm -hmm. sitting next to you mm -hmm. and she has no fucking idea about corona okay. and she's coughing her lungs up everywhere and i don't know at least you've got to do that like gangster shit where you buy the seat next to you as well i guess that's what like but, but here's the thing okay let's say uh, you're sitting alone in the aisle right. just let's say you're sitting alone in the aisle mm -hmm. Isn't that the problem that the air goes around? Oh, it's uh, yeah, it's yeah. Crazy. So it yeah. doesn't even matter if I'm sitting next to you or you're sitting across me or whatever. Because yeah, I I know that the air goes through some filters, but I'm but not. Still, yeah, 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 yeah. Someone's got it. So you're kind of breathing like you know, a little bit filtered air. But I, I still think that there's a chance. There's a really good chance that you can catch the virus, especially when you're flying. You go to airport. Uh, like yeah, yeah. I I I don't think I'm gonna fly this year, to be honest. <laughs> okay. So my my issue with this is okay they're talking about by July yeah. maybe August 500 people mm -hmm. but I'm like what about our 50 person open mics like like I really you're going from 0 to 500 you don't have any gradual plan let us bring 20 people together let us bring 30 people together like you're just going nah end of July is going to be 500 oh really so we all just have to sit around and jerk ourselves off for the next two months when we could maybe getting 20 people together, separated a bit. Like that's the only mm -hmm. thing. I don't know where this is gonna go. This for me, this is kicking in my rebellious spirit, yeah. which has, which is often rebuffed by the rest of the comedians. And rightly, rightly they they rein me in, but I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a rebellious spirit in this hand. Cause mm -hmm. I'm a little bit like, we need to do a show and test whether the police are gonna turn up. Because if we run the show in a way that we feel is safe, outdoor, mm -hmm. terrace, mm -hmm. um, enclosed, policed, so there's only the correct amount of people in there. People mm -hmm. can't come and go, can't jam in. You know, close, probably obviously can't be two meters apart, but yeah. you know, something, right? Uh, if we run that, are the police gonna show up? If we run that June one, before midsummer, will the police, will, Mariana Ubelet turn up in the wee wee wee. Will her and the police turn up? <laughs> I love that. Come on, they're just joking around. Will the police turn up and do something? And I have another strategy. Like it seems a bit inconsistent to go from zero to five hundred. Like yeah, I get that. Not like go. little by little, but yeah, yeah. But as far as I know, 
as far as people have told me, like reliable people, it's like until the end of June, uh, public events are completely like not allowed at all. Like, uh, like you cannot have like your Yanibab, you cannot have your right. yeah, midsummer. Exactly. Like, yeah, but yeah, that's not a public event. Technically, it's on private land, so you can't yeah, have the public okay. one in the village. But you yeah, can, that- you're free to do whatever the fuck you want on your own land. Yeah, because uh, I you are always free to do whatever the fuck you want in your own land. True, but here's the thing: uh, like, so so for me, like, this is what I've taken out. Okay, until the end of the June, I know I I am not allowed to have any events, like whatever. Hmm. Uh, and I hope that in July it's gonna be fine to organize some stuff, uh, even if it's limited, whatever. But for me, it's like I don't mind if it's gonna be like max 500 people or whatever but if i'm gonna have to i don't know give them masks or uh okay. like you know this inf- like I, I don't even know like what what are the rules gonna be like nobody knows but if they're gonna make some really crazy rules how are you gonna enjoy yourself to i be- don't think there are crazy rules i think if you walk around any mall walk around teleskivi walk i haven't been to old town i'm gonna assume it's the same nobody gives a fuck yeah. Now, and if you give a fuck, you're not there, which is fine because we're not forcing people to come to these events. If you're worried, you have pre-existing condition. Yeah. If you're worried about something, if you're also living with people who are at risk, absolutely you should be staying away. Absolutely you should be. But I, you can walk into any mall in Thailand right now and there's a whole bunch of people who don't give a shit. Yeah, because as soon as like Christina Guest was opened, I just went to a store. Bam. I just went to like I just went to Prisma, and I was like, "God damn!" Like, oh my god, it was, it was crowded. Like, it was a fucking festival there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's <laughs> raving on. They're hugging. They're like, "Oh my god, it's great to see people again." It's a right. There's a whole bunch of people who are like, we're at this stage where maybe the um, we are educated enough about this that people are making their own choices about these things. Yeah, uh, I believe so because it was like the last few days. There's been five new cases or something like that it's like really low like because in march it was like 100 cases per day sure and now it's five right so we have contained it and like where is the cure where is the cure we need the cure send us the cure so we can have events so i have (laughs) my backup plan for all of this yeah okay is that apparently the people who can meet right now churches what yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're in a church, that apparently they go got to that passed because it was an issue. Because I remember, like, there were people discussing that it doesn't matter are your church or not, you shouldn't be allowed to. Like, well, I mean, it's, you can it, praise at home, you know. <laughs> it's interesting that even it got that far in Estonia because in most other countries, it's like, oh, church, oh, oh, shit. So, okay, lowest mm. amount of church going people in a Esto- in the world in Estonia or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the churches got passed. So I'm like, oh, you can go to the church and pray, but you can't come to the Comedy Estonia open mic. I'm like, cool. So here's my plan. We're going to have open mic on the terrace at a pub. Oh, but it's a pub. That's our altar. That's where we pray. We've got the wine. We've got better wine than they have at the church, by the way. We've got the snacks. Usually you get a snack from the priest. Mm-hmm. This a cookie time, or something. Yeah. Cookie, right. <laughs> this time it won't even be his penis. It's going to be <laughs> like we got, we've got Justus Schnitzel. We've got like the garlic bread, the dark bread. This is like what you really want. You would be fucking in church if that's what church was serving. 
Okay. And it would be entertaining. I am 100% prepared at our first open mic. I will stand up there and lead a prayer. Oh, I have the nun costume. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> We've already got our nuns. You can come along. We've got our priests. We even have, have a logo with the nun. Yep, we've got Carl. He's got the hair, the big beard. He looks one of like one yeah. of those old orthodox oh, priests. Yeah. You're dressed as a nun. I will stand up there. I will lead the prayer. I'm not quite sure what the prayer will be yet. It'll be like, oh, dearly beloved. Be like, uh, our father who, be like, our father who. George Carling. Our father like <laughs> who ran away to get cigarettes and never came back. Hello be thy name. <laughs> thy kingdom come, you know. Like we're gonna be serving the food. Like I will lead the prayer. And the saints would be that like the most famous comedians, like yeah. <laughs> we can put them we're gonna put them behind, we're gonna have stained glass windows around the place. We will make the church of comedy Estonia. Like, why are the churches allowed to meet and we're not allowed yes. to meet? Holy grail of comedy. Right. And I see this is where my rebellious mm. spirit picks in, kicks in, mm -hmm. because I'm even like, because I think there's a certain stage, and the government even hinted at this in their plan, that the the will of the people needs to be there. That part of their plan was like, you know, how how do we reopen the country? Mm -hmm. And they had these criteria. They're like, yo. The curve has to flatten. We have to have not so many uh, extra cases get announced. Mm -hmm. This needs to happen. And one of them, one of the criteria was the will of the people. Are the people still willing to accept the the thing? And part of the worry that we have as comedians, because yes, we stand up on stage and we're like, yeah, yeah, I'm a comedian. Yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're also deeply insecure, which is why we're comedians. And we're deeply insecure about the fact that we might run a show and then something happens and then everyone goes, fuck you, you, we hate you, which I don't think is typically going to happen, but we have a fear of it. Mm -hmm. But if the people are on our side, mm -hmm. then we start to think like, I, look, this is my mind. Look, because I'm, I'm an old school history comedy guy, right? I'm thinking of George Carlin being taken away by the police for saying bad words on the stage. I'm thinking of Lenny Bruce. You ever mm. watched that TV show, uh, that show on Amazon, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? I don't remember, but it was really, it's really old. No, no, it's pretty new. It's pretty oh, new. Wait, it's, it's set. It's called The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and it's set in. I want to say the. I don't know if it's the 60s or the 70s. Okay. And it's. God, it must be the 70s. And it's it's a fictional show, but it incorporates real life. Okay. And Lenny Bruce, who's one of the original, like before Carl, he's the generation before Carl. Oh. And it, they were getting up in, and it was before stand-up clubs were in New York, and there was only jazz clubs. And they would get up and do these funny monologues in between the bands. That's where stand-up evolved. Oh, I didn't quite, know that. Quite a stand-up evolved there, and it evolved quite parallel parallel in the same ways in uh, London and in New York mm -hmm. or America and UK, let's say mm -hmm. that there were these jazz clubs, these music clubs and funny guys would stand yeah. up and say, and Lenny Bruce is sort of almost a generation before George Carlin wow. getting up and they were saying things and the cops would come in and haul them away. And you know, there's, there's Lenny Bruce being taken away by the police and, um, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is like a fiction, but George, uh, sorry, Lenny Bruce is a character. So okay. she's this young lady who she's married and she's pissed off and she ends up getting really annoyed and going down to the club and just talking. And it turns out it's really funny. And, and so, but I've only seen the like 
few episodes. Okay, okay. But one of the, like, she gets then hauled away by the police several times. She's in the police cell with Lenny Bruce. It's one of, it's like a fiction, but they incorporate a real character. Mm-hmm. And I find that very interesting. Yeah. So I'm all like, yeah, let the police come. This is awesome. This is like punk rock. This, this is, is NWA. OG. <laughs> yeah, NWA. This is OG comedy Good. that if we do a show trying to do our thing, we think we're being reasonable. The crowd is into it and the crowd is there of their own free will and the police turn up. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck yeah. Because for me, the church idea is uh, kind of like actually doable because there's even a Star Wars church. I mean, co- <laughs> like you, know, there, you can have a church on whatever because Scientology is fiction, totally like science fiction and they, they made a church out of it, so. Sure, and that is America. So now we're getting, okay, okay, in, true, true, now true. We're getting into okay. legality. Someone did link me the document because I started to talk about this on Twitter and someone yeah. did link me a document of what you need to do to become a church in Estonia. Okay, what do you actually need? I didn't, well, it's in Estonia and I <laughs> oh, didn't okay, read it. sorry. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a longer process than just, you know, cause I'm just like, yo, I'm a church. What are you gonna do about it? And there is some legal definition of church, apparently. I'm like, dare well, you but- suppress my <laughs> religious desires? Well, okay. We should be a church. Yeah. So we would have members like we would the actually Church have- of Comedy Estonia. This is how we're going to be able to do shows. It's just I'm not usually frustrated, but I'm frustrated that we're going zero to five hundred in, and we can't allow some people to make their own choice. Especially when, look, if the, if the numbers were going back up, I'd be like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But if those numbers stay reasonable, I mean. Yuri, we've been good. We've been really good. Yuri, we've been good, Yuri. Can we, please, Yuri, can we go out to play? Can we? It sounded like Oliver Twist. <laughs> like, can I have a mo- no, Can I have more, sorry. Yuri? Oh, <laughs> Humor religion. You're right, Jan. Humor religion. We will pray at the Lenny Bruce who gave himself up. George Carlin, who was arrested. Uh, Bill Hicks as well, I think. Bill, was Bill Hicks arrested or is he just a rebel? I he know, was like, he? I remember he was a lot in the news, like, oh, parents are hated him and maybe everybody. Maybe like, was. It was I'm a lot of controversy with him. Like, Maybe someone could double check that. I'm not sure uh, uh, that Hicks was arrested, but okay. certainly very controversial. Yeah. Certainly. I just love how he just used to smoke on stage mm. and just flip people off. And just be, you're in my, I don't give a fuck that you yeah. paid for a ticket. I don't give a fuck. Like, he was just smoking. <laughs> I just... He cannot do this shit, it's like, you know. It, it was like, he was like, for me, just like a perfect, like a lot of people didn't get his comedy, mm. but I get where he came from. He was just like an insult comedy that doesn't, that doesn't give a fuck. And it's like, it's my show. Like, right. two you're things, welcome. Two <laughs> things on that. First of all, uh, there's a lot of young comedians out there who obviously love that and would mm. see that and are inspired by that. Any young comedian who's out there who goes like, yeah, Bill Hicks, what a fucking rebel. Yeah, I want to do that too. Mm -hmm. I urge you to go and watch the early comedy of Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks is a fucking 16 year old getting up in a club talking about how much his parents annoy him, (laughs) right? Like there are some, you can can find it out there. All I'm trying to say is that Bill Hicks, the legend, the amazing comedian, he started somewhere else. He didn't just go for the jugular straight up. No, 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 because I remember, I seen his uh, shows when he was like, 
thir- in his 30s or something yeah. like yeah, then yeah, he's even, getting yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. keep in mind he's been doing comedy for 12 15 years at this stage mm. that's the legend that most people know mm-hmm. and actually uh jim carrey was the one who started also very young like Mm. already like when he was like 15 or something like that also super young i'm like i have so much respect like being 15 and on stage i cannot like no i couldn't comprehend that i mean i don't know if you've been uh, before the lockdown how many shows you're at but we got a couple of these young guys and they're they're fearless we got we got a few of them and uh, they're sort of building their shit up building their fives building their tens up and um we're thinking about putting a little extra show on just with these young guys like like uh I'm, i'm a fan of Certainly, I'm a fan of comedians paying their dues. I'm a com- fan of comedians working it, like not just being like, "Oh, I'm a comedian now. Let's do my hour." Like, I obviously don't like that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also a fan of comedians getting some decent shit together, even if it's short, even if it's like kind of rough, and then putting on something where they can try that. And as long as you say that's what it is, it's okay. Like, as long as you say, hey, this is some young guys, they put together their first 15 minutes each, you know, it's, what did you want? It cost you five bucks to get in. What did you want? You know, like, if you bill it as, this is my hour and it's amazing and look at me, this is the problem, right? So mm-hmm. we got a couple of these young guys and they're fucking fearless. Sanders into them. I'm into these guys. Uh, I, you know, yeah. You know, they could be great or they could turn into Daniel. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> because even Daniel started somewhere. Indeed. Actually, from da- the top, and it was been like downhill. I met, yeah, I mean, the reason Daniel, <laughs> so Daniel Weinberg's is in comedy Estonia because many moons ago, many years and moons ago, I was invited to give a talk at Rocker Al Mare School, where Daniel <gasps> went to school. He was, I think, sixteen. I don't think he was. Yeah. I think sixteen. Mm-hmm. And I was really sick. I was sick. I wasn't hungover or nothing. It sounds like it would be hungover, but I was just really sick and whatever you know, for some days. But I'd agreed. And I was just there, like, I'm just there to talk English, basically. You know, like, talk about your comedy, but really just a foreigner to talk English to the kids. And I gave the talk, and Daniel was in the audience, and I forget if we met then or he introduced him later, and that's how, you know, he came from there. And he started and he got to do the comedy. Yeah, he got the start to do the comedy, and then he started to come to shows, and then, you know, we're backstage feeding him beers uh, before <laughs> he's 18, much that before he's 18. That explains a lot. Right. So he was somebody. He went to Rock Almara. Like I'm, I'm actually shocked. That's a pretty good, good school. Oh yeah, the family, <laughs> the family is up there. Because uh, yeah, I just I remember like I randomly randomly saw him. It was a couple of months ago. I think it was in January. I just I was at an event. He was hosting it, mm-hmm. and then uh, he was like, "See, I studied you." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "No, <laughs> no, it's not me." And then we were actually we were talking, and and he kind of. It came up that he's like what twenty three or something. He's I young. Yeah, he's something like that. He's, he's like still, 20, yeah. and I'm like, oh my god, you're so young. Mm-hmm. Like I, I always forget it because I know that he has done this shit for like six or seven years or something like you know. I know yeah. that he has done this for a long time, and I always forget that he's so much younger than me. And like I don't know, I kind of like always like think he's like in his thirties or something. I don't know. I'm sorry. That's what he looks like. The years Come on, with the mullet. I mean, like that's so. <laughs> that is yeah. That is so. Daddy, I don't know. So what do you, now, now that we, uh, is it right now or very soon the borders are opening, at least in the Baltics? Yes. So you're going to Lithuania. Yes, Vilnius, baby. When are you going to Vilnius? Uh, 5th of July. So 
Jesus. Okay, I thought you were going like next week. You're like, okay, 5th of July. Yeah, uh, it's just I decided I'm going to take two weeks of holiday. I'm, I'm working really hard right now. And mm. then I'm just, I feel like it's been a long time since I had a vacation. And I just, I just need some time off because mm. this... Getting used to this crisis and new things, and it's been a lot of work actually. Just you know, behind the scenes and just doing new new things, and I kind of feel just I want to change the scenery because I was doing home office seven days a week, and yeah, I was sure. all the time like, you know, because you know, home office I need to work all the time, blah blah, and I kind of like felt it like it's too much, and I just want to take two weeks off and I'm going with my friend because my friend uh, she has her birthday in the end of May, mm. and I was like, so what are you doing? On your birthday, and she's like, "Fuck you," <laughs> like because she's like, "I'm not doing anything. Like nobody's gonna come to my birthday party. I'm not. I don't even wanna risk it." So I was like, "Okay, let's go somewhere." And she's like, "Where? Like Lithuania?" I was like, "I've never been." Cool. <laughs> I was like, "Let's go." And then we were just buying tickets, and I was like, "Everything was cheap." And Sunny, exotic locations like Vilnius. <laughs> okay, wow. it's gonna be twenty so degrees. So sure, it like, is warmer down there. Yeah, it's nice. warmer. It's warmer. Yeah, so. Yeah. I, I was like, I was actually getting excited. Oh, I'm going to Vilnius. I'm like, hmm. so yeah, like Vegas. Like, oh my god! <laughs> I don't know because I haven't traveled like in five months or something. Sure, so yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. actually getting it's excited. It's like the old days. It's like the Soviet Union again. Like, oh, I can go somewhere. It's like exactly this. because uh, my grandparents used to tell me that when the borders were closed, you could still go to Russia or Latvia or Lithuania or you know, like uh, in the Soviet countries. So, so actually, yeah, they if they were really like you know. Board, they would actually hitchhike to fucking Kaunas or like uh, Vilnius or whatever. They would just hitchhike and just party there and come back to Tallinn. That <laughs> hitchhike culture is so interesting. When I was first here in, in Estonia in 2006, hitchhike culture was still a big thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And my friends would be just like, hey. And I remember, I think it was maybe 2006 or 2007, we were in Tartu. And my friend said, hey, we're going to go visit uh, friends of ours who are still studying in Nur. No, no, <laughs> cool, no, cool. <laughs> and I forget how we did it, how we got there in the end. And she, like, we tried to hitchhike. And so there's me fucking trying to hitchhike out the side of Tartu. I like, cannot imagine this that. Look oh my on. God. Uh, <laughs> I forget, we ended up giving up and just catching a bus or something. I don't remember. Anyway, it was still, I remember even then, there was still very common to see people on the outskirts of Tallinn or outskirts of Tartu, like just doing these ones. Yeah, because when I was underage, I was broke as fuck and I yeah. hitchhiked a lot. I hitchhiked like over 200 times in my life right. at least. Yeah, yeah. And like, it was really, it was fine and really normal yeah. and reasonably safe and- Reasonably safe. Reasonably safe. <laughs> I was 16 a, and I was right, like- and It's interesting because it's not a thing anymore. You haven't no, seen a no, hitchhiker no. for fucking ages. No, 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 I haven't. No one has. Because we are not a poor country anymore. I don't know, like it's not a thing anymore. It's like. You can get a like mm. uh, because I remember when we still had the like the crowns like the last currency. I remember like actually tickets being really expensive to go from Tallinn to like a small countryside place or whatever. Like I remember traveling being really expensive, and you know like when you were a teenager, you were like, oh, I'm just gonna hitch a ride, like, yeah. and it was free, so and I, it I, worked. Yeah, yeah, it was normal. Yeah, like so it wasn't like a super weird thing. No, it wasn't because uh, I actually I met some people even on the way and stuff, mm. and I was like, oh okay, like, like and just you know, it, it was fun. It was so funny. <laughs> I was like sixteen and seventeen and getting a free ride, and then just finding new people to hang with and drink with, and it, it was so weird. Like I actually meet, met people like with that. Huh. I, I I don't know. It's it was a weird time, uh, like two thousand seven, eight, okay, two thousand nine, yeah, like something. Yeah, something like that. It was a weird time because you never. <laughs> 
because the stereotype of uh, hitchhiking in the West, like right from you know where I'm the West, the open West, is that you've always got a sign. Yeah, like like that, right? Where in Estonia, because you don't have a sign, you're just like, well, I'm on the fucking Tartu road, so I'm going to <laughs> Tartu. Yeah, that's where I'm going, yeah, yeah. right? Or maybe at worst, you're going to take me to the Viliandi turn off, and then, you know, I'm going to stand on the Viliandi no, road. You just and get stop a car and you're like, hey, where are you going? Right. Where are you going? <laughs> no, I can drop you there. It's like, sometimes it's like someone was driving around and it's like, I'm not going there, but it's okay. Like I'm gonna, yeah, yeah I'm gonna take you there. It's fine because, uh, yeah, usually it was easy to get to Tartu or to Perno, but if you need to go to somewhere like to a small village in the middle of nowhere, it can be like you know a little bit of a runabout, and then uh, people will sometimes be like, "No, it's okay. I have time. Like I can just drop you off there." Mm. It's, it's fine. And I was like, "Estonians were really nice." I don't yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> back then it was really like it was a little bit more difficult for me. Okay, <laughs> yeah. two reasons. One, a, that I didn't know how it worked. I was still like Westerner, like, like what, huh? How does this? And obviously, okay, big, dumb, Western-looking face that, you know, male, big, dumb, male-looking Western face was not the most easy pickup, mm. uh, you know, the easiest when my yeah. friend's getting a ride. Or you do the thing where, like, the chick's there and she's like, yo, 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 and then the car stops and, the, and then the boyfriend jumps out of the bushes. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, P.S., my boyfriend's here as well. <laughs> done that as well. Uh, yeah, I remember seeing actually a lot of uh, guys from the army mm. uh, hitchhiking to get back to home mm. or something because the money is shit if you go to army in Estonia, mm. so you don't have money to actually get back home. <laughs> it was oh, really I, was sad. At, I was at the Tallinn uh, bus station yesterday. Oh. And I was there waiting uh, and, and another bus pulled up, but not in the main bus thing, into the other thing. And... Uh, all the and, and I didn't know what it was. It was like a like a regular bus, and just all of a sudden, all these dudes get off the bus, and it just scatter. And then I see some chick. There's several ladies waiting, and one of them, one of this chick, she's got like she's full made up. She's looking pretty hot actually. She's all made up, and she's looking good. Got the dress, and she's got all these big. She's got a big thing of balloons, like huge thing of balloons, and they're all green, like camouflage. Oh, and then it strikes me like, oh, these are the bros getting back from the army, mm -hmm. and they're all scattering, and you very quickly see like they're happy. Maybe their mates are coming to pick them up, so a few of these guys are getting their girl to come and pick them up instead. Mm -hmm. And it obviously must have been some dudes who have been there for a while because that was all like it was party. It was like, yo, mess, yo, mess, yo. They were all fucking <laughs> right into it. Because when I saw this chick with the balloons, yeah, I, I was mixed. Yeah, I never seen that. Because on one hand, I was like. Oh, she's got balloons. Really? I'm coming back from the army. From the army. I've Excuse been serving our country. No, you've been cleaning toilets. <laughs> I'm the army. We're fighting for the land. And then you give me balloons at the end. And I'll be like, all my friends are here. Don't embarrass me. Like all the friends, all the tough guys. Well, it's like just come back from the army. She's like, here are the balloons. But then again, I looked at this chicken like she was banging. And I'm like, who gives a fuck what balloon she's got? I don't care. She got a pink teddy bear. This chick was banging. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, you fuckheads, you can all go jerk off to some porn because I've got this banging chick. So maybe it wasn't such a problem. Hello to everyone in the chat. We are watching. If you guys are there, uh, it's nice. Yeah, we know that you guys are there. We appreciate you guys signing in. Um, 
yeah so it was it was cool i just randomly showed up at the bus station and it was great to see bros hanging out with bros couples meeting again and it was like a real outpouring of emotion that's cool but for me with the balloons I'm, i mean like you wouldn't expect that so it's kind of a cool yeah. surprise like come on you're gonna you're gonna remember that you had some chick waiting for you with fucking balloons i would be all over yeah, yeah, I would be I, like, yeah. At first, I was like, "Mom, I don't want the balloon." But you're insecure. Uh, I know because I'm, <laughs> I'm horribly insecure. That's why I'm a comedian. We worked through these already. We're horribly insecure as comedian. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I forgot we were going with this, but it was cool to. Mm. It was nice. I guess those guys are, are coming home because uh, one. They've been also in lockdown. They have been in lockdown because we were in communication with one of our comedians, Oriki Ott. And Oriki is, uh, he stayed on after his year to, uh, he got the, whatever the conscription, what he got to do the year or the eight months or whatever yeah, the yeah. fuck. He stayed on and he kept on going. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were talking to him in the lockdown. He's like, cause he was writing to us going, yo, we got these guys on base here in Paladiski and we're going fucking crazy. What can you do? And we're like, well, you go ask your commander, what can we do and we'll do it. And uh, I was talking to Sander and I was all like, yo, can you get that can you get that burger van back? Like, can we get oh, it back? Oh yeah. You know, let's Munchies. get the van. Me and Tim, Tim's gonna be there. We're gonna cook some burgers for these guys, but we couldn't get that. And we were like, hey, will the commanders let us come and do a show uh, somehow? They've done a few shows already on the the Paldiski army. Yeah, the army base. knights. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, but but the army was just like, nah, no one in the base has got corona. And maybe that was the feeling, like, yeah, we're not gonna let the army guys get, you know. So those guys were going. He, because even, I mean, they were, I, look, I don't want to speak too many out of school too much about what the army, but they were like, yo, we've been macaroni and cheese for the last fucking two weeks. What can you bring us a burger? Yeah. I kind of feel that. Though. Which is fair enough. I mean, look, that's how the army goes. What do you want? Is the army. It's the fucking army, literally. It's like, it's, it, it's, yeah. It has discipline. It has it's rules. Nice. It's <laughs> nice that the boys are getting out. It's nice that the boys are, you know, getting some. Can you imagine, like, being in the army for two months in a row, like literally like not seeing anybody, not seeing mm. your friends, family, no, like just being with the guys. Yeah, that this is your time. That, okay, fair enough. The Estonian men have to do this unless you're like Carl and you say you're a crazy person and you get out of it. Um, you know, like- I never supported that, that it's mandatory. I don't think it's fair. I actually think it's against human rights. <laughs> Okay, wait. Okay, this is a good one. Ed. So do you think it's unfair that anybody has to go or do you think it's unfair that only men have to go? I think it's unfair that only men have to go. If it's like mandatory, it should be for everybody. Otherwise, so I would be a hypocrite and sexist. So you're going to go? Uh, actually, my grandpa wanted me to go. No, uh, no, no. I, Did you want... Would you go? You're all like, yo, this is sexist, but... I would like, yeah, if it was mandatory, yeah, I would have gone. Okay. Yeah, because I need the fucking discipline in my life. Okay, I was out of control. I was true. out of control. This is true. This is true. <laughs> like, this is true. You know, I think so. eight months in somewhere, uh, like just you know, uh, going by the rules and stuff uh, would have been good. Yeah, for me. <laughs> it does. I mean, that's what the army does. And even we're saying our buddy Erdiki, who's one of the mm -hmm. comedians. I mean, we knew him before that. He was a comedian. He was a young guy. You know, we're laughing, joking off, having a you know, doing our thing. But uh, when Erdiki went into the army, he was helping us and. Uh, you know, he, he was like, we were doing some shows on, on campus or not campus, whatever the base. And we saw him again. 
and we go to the base and there's Odegaard and he's got the boots and the outfit and he's standing tall and we're like, dang, mm. bro. And he's like in charge and he's like, this guy does this, this guy's this. We're like, mm -hmm. the army has worked its magic on you, my friend. Because uh, some of my friends who have been to the army, they were like, kind of like slops before, you know, they didn't take care okay. of their house and whatnot. And I'm like, okay, I'm your friend. Sometimes I'm going to call you out. Like, can you take those pizza boxes, boxes out there being like here for <laughs> the past two months? Okay. But after the army, they were actually, they knew how to clean. They had some routine, okay, yeah. you know, they were not smoking every day, drinking every day. They had like, actually, it kind of brought some stability in their like mindset mm. and in their uh, daily routines and stuff like that. So I was actually impressed when I saw my best friend cleaning and washing dishes and i was like wow who who is this person i don't know this person like it was i was impressed i was like wow hmm. guys go to the army to learn how to clean because we don't have <laughs> that in australia this uh, hmm. conscription this eight months one year thing yeah in Estonia, it's like uh nine months and uh 11 months yeah right. so yeah, yeah but uh, yeah uh the thing is for me uh the one thing uh, I, I think the system is really conservative and old kind of like um, I, I don't like it, it, it. It's just it shows that there just need to be a reform because I don't think it's fair if the guys only get like one hundred bucks per month or something. Like. Oh, you think the wage is too low that they There's, get for this? Yeah, time. because some okay, you're forced out of whatever your normal life. Okay, maybe you're already like maybe you already have a company. Maybe you want to do this, that, whatever, and mm. then you're like, no, it had to be like one year stuck there and you don't even get paid that is bullshit like if you're gonna put me in some box you need to pay me honey okay it's like I don't know. <laughs> put me in your fucking army <laughs> fuck you with your generals and your medals but, and of course uh, because i'm a liberal i think that huh. it should not be mandatory it should be voluntary and they should recruit like in, they do in america join the army blah 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 it's not like an sure, in australia it's, it's, it's like the prop it's like a like right. a patriotism pride. And I think there are a lot of people who would be motivated if they would have good salaries and you're like, oh, join the army, navy, whatever. And they, they would be like, fuck yeah. Like, and you know, so. I think the army, okay. I mean, there's, when you say good salary, obviously, I mean, if it is okay, like 100 a month, I don't want to go off that, whatever it is. I mean, there's a, the military never typically pays what you would go like, dang, that's a great salary. I'm going to the military because I love money. But like, okay, it's not like typically, just like, but clearly, a hundred a month is if this is. It's not fair. Like, I yeah, just yeah. mean like. For a very low amount. Some, yeah, something that you can actually, you know, have a normal life or something like that is. Yeah, uh, I, I never. Like, there's so many issues about like, let's say, if you have some allergies, uh, there there was some problems with the food and like if okay. I have some friends that are really like, okay, I, I cannot eat this, but in the army they're like forcing me to eat it, and I'm mm. like, but I'm allergic, and they had some problems, and it was like really like when I heard some stories, I was like, this is some fucking Soviet Union shit, like really like it has army shit. It's not Soviet oh, Union yeah, shit. It, That's what armies do. Still reform it because it's like 2020 now. I'm I'm sorry, oh, but what do you want? You some fucking <laughs> now now first of all, while I'm a defender of the army, and I'm like, the fuck do you want? It's the army. Like, that's what the army is. That's what it instills in young men. Now, having said all of that, I never had to go to the army. I didn't have to do my mandatory service. Now, while there are many parts of the army that I do think I could benefit from, there is no fucking way that I am doing the freezing winter part of it. The bit where all the Estonian soldiers 
because, you know, the Russians could invade at any moment and they're probably going to invade in the middle of winter because the Red Army is really good at coming in the middle of winter and you have to go out into the forest. You've got to go through the frozen lake. You've got to sleep <laughs> out there. Fuck that. I want my sunshine and my good times in Australia. So I'm really down with everything the army has to offer except the cold because I don't want the cold. So I can't really speak for these things because, mm -hmm. but that's what you got to do. You got to yeah. be prepared. The Russians are going to come in the middle of winter. You're going to have to be under the tree, Forest Brother style, yeah, yeah. digging a hole, living out there, you know. Mm -hmm. um, that's, uh, actually, one of the problems was like, okay, if I'm, uh, I have so much respect for women in, in the army because mm. I'm like, how the hell are you in that fucking forest? You, how, how do you bathe? Or like, for me, it's like hygiene. It's so important. Mm -hmm. What if you're having your period and you're in the... I'm sorry, this is disgusting. I know no, it. No, it's great. No, go for it. It's no, like, I'm like, I like, and you're moody and sweaty and beam and you have your period and you're in the forest. You cannot take a bath. And like, where do you keep, like, how do you... Okay, I have so much questions. Okay, moody, <laughs> sweaty. Like, first of all, just <laughs> carry some personal hygiene shit with you. Mm -hmm. I'm moody and sweaty. You think it's not hard for the guys? You think it's not shitty for the dudes? To be out in the forest in those same okay, true, true. difficult conditions as well. Like, I'm moody. I don't want to be out in the forest. Jesus. Thanks okay, for but setting back have, Okay, but we might have like uh, menstrual cramps and stuff. And like, they're not physically like, feeling the best, you know. So Get over it. Suck it up, honey. Like, <laughs> I'm only assuming that's what female <laughs> soldiers do. Please, if someone's I, in the chat. Okay, yeah. I, I, I'm I just like taking the role of female soldier. The protagonist <laughs> like... You know what you do? Like, oh, I hurt. Oh, I'm gonna we get actually, out and do we, it. We, we, had, we had a joke about that with my best friend uh, when he was in the army. I went to visit him yeah. and uh, he actually, he broke his, not like his ankle, but he, he had an accident. So he broke his foot and like, yeah, it was like three months uh, just wearing a like- Cast. Cast, cast or something, yeah. And I went to visit him uh, and he was like, oh my God, it was so horrible. Like I was bleeding and stuff. I was like, I bleed every month, motherfucker. <laughs> like, you, like, you don't depress me. Like, Guys are so not good with And he was laughing. Like, he was like, fuck you, Silla. And he's like, he's like, why are you not in the army? I was like, I'm busy, you know. <laughs> I got stuff to do. Yeah. Jeez, I, like, I got my nail appointment on Tuesday. I can't be in the army. <laughs> but I know my grandpa actually really wanted to. He was really pushing it like for me. Why was he particular? Why do you think? Why was he pushing it? Because I needed discipline. Literally, he was oh. like, it would be good for you, honestly, because you already act like a guy all the time. <laughs> it's like, because I was uh, I was flipping you off all the time and I was not behaving. I was never like ladylike. I, I, you, you sit like, you know, like I don't give a okay. fuck. Like, fuck you, yeah, I'm smoking weed at home. Like, it's just like, I was doing crazy shit. And he was like, I was like 19 and he's like, your life is not going anywhere. Go to the army, <laughs> sort some shit out of for yourself because you don't know. Reasonable what advice from grandpa, not bad. He's like, I had to fight the Russians. <laughs> they came and invaded, you should learn. Like, he did yeah. not. Really? No, that's what grandpa, that's what grandpa's no, do. No, because right? he was born during the second world war. Yeah, okay. So yeah, he had some trouble with like Russian police or something. Well, I imagine he had the fighting spirit of you know, yeah, 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 he was uh, he like, was an uh, orphanage. He was struggle like because his parents mm. died during the war and like he was struggle. Sure, <laughs> he was sure. a fucking struggle. Okay, we we have it good here right now. Uh, let's just say that. Mm. <laughs> so I'm like, no, literally, like I've I've heard uh, stories from my grandparents about like how they used to grow up. Like they were working already when they were 11 years old, mm. and you know, like really like 
it was war. Yeah. Like your parents died, <laughs> and like it's crazy. And then uh, it's, they were like, "Oh well, you know, you win some, you lose some. It's life." <laughs> they were like, nah, 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 "Like win some parents, you lose some parents." <laughs> like, ah. I was like, "And you're okay?" Like, yeah, it actually turned out okay. And because they were like. There was no like depression back in then. Okay, there was, but they didn't mm. know. But they were like, you just have yeah. to work your feelings. <laughs> we just, just hung ourselves. That's all there was. There <laughs> yeah. was no depression. Yeah. There was only the noose. They were like, as long as you have a job, you'll be okay. Just have a yeah. job. Just work. Just work as much as you can. Don't think about it. Sila, don't think about too much. Don't think about life too much. Just work. <laughs> they had this mentality, you know, just oh. work in class. Keep your head low. Try to make the best of it, you know. Hope your kids have a better future, <laughs> you know. It's actually a good idea to have a female soldier on the podcast. Mm, yeah, I, w- I would love about, that. I would yeah, love that. Yeah, talk about what it's really like. Hey, your period's a problem. And, and she's like, yeah, what periods? <laughs> so like, no, fuck. <laughs> I smash my period. <laughs> I take it on in battle. Like, yeah, <laughs> like how it must be and how it must be. Oh my God, so many questions. Like, how is it to just, to be strong and then just see all these dudes go, Because they're like right. 18, 19 year olds. And be like, fuck all of you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it could be that, how that is. And and the, like the guy, I, I don't know how they, how are the sleeping arrangements? I don't know. Interesting, it, yeah. I don't know, because usually they are like in a unit, they sleep together, they have right. to wake up to there's like a like a routine and stuff like that. there's like somebody who is ahead and la 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 and i'm always thinking like okay but what about the females like because i know they are there are some females in the army and how are how segregated because yeah, on one yeah. hand you're like oh I'm a woman don't look at my thingies on the other hand you're like i'm in the motherfucking army <laughs> i'm in the army i'm ready to kill a motherfucker <laughs> i'm trained with this weapon, I know how to strip it down in five minutes, clean it, pull it back together, and shoot many bullets in your ass. Is that individual who is trained to stalk and kill and know how to take on the enemy, are they really concerned about, oh my God, you saw my boots. Oh, how will I ever be if you saw my backside for really five t- I think minutes as I was? No, no, I think they have total different mentality, right. and they're like they don't give a fuck, and yeah, like, you know, that's the because way, yeah. you kind of have to have like really like a strong personality and kind of like authority or confidence in you. You cannot be the. <laughs> well, like, the, at least the military can mold that into you. Need true, to at least be moldable. Just as a young man, maybe a little bit uh, insecure, a little bit not sure of himself, mm-hmm. but maybe he gets in the army, and then the military will mold them. Maybe but, they can also mold young women. As but well. I was just thinking, like, okay. Uh, Packing your stuff to go to the RB. I, mm. I have my red thongs. <laughs> like I cannot. Like, like, where am I going to use this? When the Should red I, army comes, I can hold it up. Like, <laughs> yeah. ah. Should I take my eyelashes on or off? It's like, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to be. I have so many stupid questions. <laughs> like, I oh, would that'd love- be so good. We need a female soldier. I don't know if anyone. Maybe I don't know. Is any uh, if anyone in the chat, any of the dudes? You've obviously some of the dudes I assume have been to uh, the Estonian army. Like, were there women in there? How was that for you to relate to them? That would be quite interesting. Oh, I think it might be toilet break time. Yeah. We're gonna get the comment from my older brother, which is a weird nickname to have, by the way, bro. Um, we're gonna get to this one. But maybe it might be uh, toilet break time. Cool. Do you me. need to talk to these people? <laughs> no, I'll talk. I'll address this one. 
Uh, but it's toilet break time, so I'll turn up the music. We'll be back in a few moments. Sure. Our uh, mic's back. Bring the music down a little bit again. <laughs> I have my toilet break. I'm good. Now. Oh, oh, <laughs> sorry. I'm oh, sorry. I didn't so know. Put down the whole desk. I didn't know I have that much force in me. <laughs> uh, okay. About the Arby theme. I was in the Navy. Ooh. And there was one girl there. As you know, in Estonia, it's not mandatory for them. So for some reason, the other guys were kind of bullying and made fun of her. Now, that's difficult. Um, you know, I guess in the army, there is a certain level of, um, as much as I've understood, you know, it, it's a culture where you've got to be assertive and yeah. you've got to, you know, stick up for yourself. And that can be often difficult to find that correct line. Where is the line between we're tough, we push, we, you know, little do a little hazing can always be a thing, but then sometimes it can be too much. So, mm -hmm. uh, that's going to be a factor. Like, um, you know, it isn't, yeah, there isn't the beauty salon on base, you know, there isn't that, that's what happens. We're going to have to give it. Yeah. Now to address though, can the I, I can have the imagine to be the only female in our Navy. Can you like, like all Estonia. you command, like, like all, like you're surrounded by guys. I don't just mean like mm. the other guys in the Navy, but I mean like all of your, your commanders or whatever. Like, I don't know how the ranks go, but like everybody, yeah. and you're the only female. It would be interesting that to know like how the ranks, cause it's one thing I would imagine to be like, how is everyone around you? You know, your uh, equal team or units or whatever it is, how they treat you. But then it's like, how does the, uh, administration treat you? Yeah. How do the, the, the ranks treat you? How does the leadership treat you is going to be exactly very like, interesting yeah. as well. You need to find some, <laughs> some you need to find some girl. Oh, that's there. a good one. I got so many. Oh, I got it. That's really good. Again, so <laughs> now the next thing, now the other question was, and uh, where we go, even though in my opinion, she did great. Uh, she stayed with 11 months. She even stayed as an active member. Look, and that's not bad. 11 months, because that's what most dudes do is stay for less time than that. So that ain't bad, you know, most Estonian dudes. And again, I'm speaking out of term because I never went to the army, but most dudes seem to last their time. And then, you know, they're like, fuck this, I'm out. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's really true. credit to her. Okay. Like, because I think this is something that really will toughen you up. Yeah. Like you, you put yourself in that environment, uh, yeah. kind of like not hostile, but it's still pretty tough. You know, it's a new situation. You have this really tough routine. Everything is on by the books, by the, you know, it's like yeah. da, 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 da. And you need to learn, you need to test, you need to be physically active and mm. stuff. And there's no chocolate ice cream. Oh my God. Right. Vegan chocolate ice cream. <laughs> Save the cows. <laughs> this is the topic. Save From the, the blah, blah cow. <laughs> From the blah, blah cow. <laughs> I had some thought to stay there too for longer, but decided to have a little break, enjoy my summer. Oh, so you're like fresh out. You're fresh out of the Navy then. Okay, because we ain't sailing no boats around anymore. We ain't <laughs> going to different ports of call. The most we, the Navy has to protect is like, occasionally a Russian submarine pops up and some guy tried to swim from Sardama to the land. And we're like, nah, get back Corona man. Did that actually happen? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I'm like, 
I haven't heard about it. I was like, but it kind of sounds real. It kind of like I would believe you if you would say that some dude tried to swim from Sarema to, like, to the land. I would believe that because there was like a really, really old school movie like in the sixties. In like there, it was a there, and there was a guy like a character who was like fuck it and and he swim from Sarema. It was just a movie. What movie was it? Mehedinutta, I think okay. uh, men don't cry. <laughs> like really Estonian 60s. <laughs> like, right. you know. So I think it was that movie. It was black and white. And I remember like when I was a kid, I used to watch it on the VHS. I had the tapes and like uh, I used to watch it. And and like, yeah, and I remember there was a guy who was just swimming and swimming. And, and people were like, you crazy. You cannot swim that long and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, no, like oh, I'm going to swim. <laughs> it was like the most stupid, random thing. I, I just remember, I don't... Maybe I remember it wrong, but I remember ha- having seen that movie and it was weird. Okay. Uh, oh, sometimes. Okay. So the army slash Navy does have, sometimes has chocolate ice cream. So, you know, maybe Yay. that's a thing. Maybe that's one of the ways that they made it more compatible. I would for say women. sign me up, but I'm too old for that. Sure. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> it's 27. Oh, okay. So you're clear. Okay, I'm clear. You yeah. cannot put me Grandma too. here is fine. So she's cool. So. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't have uh. any gray hair. No, uh, like, yeah, again, again, oh, like, oh, men are so oppressed in society, but here's one area that men are great that I can have my gray hair and, uh, um, yeah, so like, now, no, 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 I wanted to talk about the Bumble thing. So fair point, fair point, why, look, it's a fair point, allow me to do this one, we'll deal with this, that why are we not talking about Bumble? Because as I have understood why have we not talked about Silla Kadri on Bumble? Going back to the top there. Because uh, Silla, you can still, you still you can still join as active member if you want. You are not the upper age limit yet. So look, it's always an option. Fuck you. <laughs> like, okay. no. The Navy you needs like- you. Your country <laughs> needs you, Silla Kadri. I am not a patriotic person at all. Like, uh, uh, no, no, no. No, I don't even celebrate our independence or nothing like you that. About the story I don't go to uh, Laulupito or Danzupito or no, whatever. You put the outfit on, you don't run around to do that. No. Okay. I'm a monkey, but I dance on my own shows, and you get and I get paid for that. So I'm like, you know. Uh, no, I. So anyway, the Bumble. Yeah. I feel the reason because Bumble is doing what Bumble does, and you know, you've been having. Bumble experiences, and we don't want to speak out of school too much, so to speak. So I had one date. That's fine. It's like oh, is it? Oh, I okay. I had one date, and okay, I had one date. Oh, it didn't go anywhere. We had no chemistry, like oh. so. And I it's you cool. said it was going alright. It was. It was. Co- like, I don't want to talk about <laughs> it because you told to me it was going alright. It was so going alright. So I was right. being like, yo, 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 don't ask personal questions. <laughs> you fuck. And now I'm like, oh, really? Hmm. Because I already talked about it in my podcast. So because Mariana was like forcing me like, talk, what happened? What Uh, happened? Why are you still single? Why are you still single? I was like, one match ghosted me. One match, I had a date. But I was like, okay, we're like, it it was mutual feeling that we're more like friends. It's like, we didn't have any, we didn't have any chemistry, but he's cool. So we've been just, you know, talking, but like nothing, uh, you know, just like it didn't fair. go anywhere. Fair yeah. enough. It doesn't have to. You um, just made a day. You and then missed. I had like I had two matches, but I totally I was so busy I forgot to start oh, the conversation. Well, you could start. Can you, can you do it again? 
like can you uh, can I you go know. back and or that's it it's uh, over it's game over now i think it's like okay here's the thing with bumble uh mm. there's some some parts that you have to pay for like it's like yeah yeah mm. they want like if you want to see your beeline or whatever then you have to pay and la la, la. and if you want to extend your like if you get a match and you don't uh, start a conversation in 24 hours it's gonna be like it's oh, gonna disappear. Okay. And yeah, if yeah. if you forgot, like like literally, because I, I don't use it like on daily basis. I was just checking it once a week, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, oh, fuck. Uh, no commitment to this <laughs> once a week. Who's on a dating app checking it once a week? Only a woman. If guys are on a dating app, they're like, yeah, where did I get the yeah? Like she's like, no, oh, maybe I check my dating app. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, I'm a busy bee. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm the okay. queen bee, and I'm the busy I'm, bee. On the bumble. Okay, we're the bumble. We're the queen bee on the bumble. Okay. But actually, uh, yeah, I was uh, drinking alone one day, and I was just checking, and I reached the end. And I was like, I'm a loser. Right, because no, 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 no. That's fine. There's not that many candidates on Bumble. Bumble is much less used. I think true, it's, true. I would say from my experience back in the day was that it was a higher quality of candidate, uh, maybe more international, more into it. Like you had to like know what Bumble was and to be like, okay, I'm going to use this platform and its thing. So there was a higher quality of candidate where Tinder is just like, eh, 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 everyone. Now, here's the thing. Uh-huh. You're checking out women, I'm checking out guys. Okay, do tell. Okay, so, how is things different? So, so you, you're like promoting Bumble. I don't know how much Bumble pays you. <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay, so I was, uh, yeah, there, there are a lot of fo- foreign guys. Like, actually it was 50-50. They were mm. like, 50 was Estonians, 50 was Because it's a foreign. more foreign thing. It, yeah. it's, it is. Uh, but the thing was like, the guys, uh, they are foreign or on the app. They were mostly like either working in some IT company and being really full of themselves. And I can tell that they're so full of themselves. That's like, you know, <laughs> okay. you don't have bullshit the bullshitter, you know. <laughs> I'm like, not interested. Or there was uh, those students, you know, they go to Taltec or whatever they're studying and they're working in a restaurant and they're trying to make the best of it. And they're from... Uh, India or like I have nothing against them but the thing is like I have worked with those guys I know I don't understand shit that are, I didn't understand the profile even like I was just like yeah. their English is already it was like, difficult to culturally connect true, so you're saying you like, swiped on them on Bumble <laughs> and then you swiped on them in the Bolter app as well <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> so yeah so I, you, you know. swiped no and then he delivered your pizza <laughs> sorry about it it's like, but I just, I don't, like, uh, I, when I was living in uh, Finland, I met, the, because there's, like, actually communities, like, there's, like, Latina communities, okay. there's, like, different communities, and there are people who have lived in Finland for, like, half of their lives. Yeah. So they come from maybe Sao Paulo, but weirdos. they have, excuse Sorry, me? Sorry, weirdos. Are you defending Finland now? Okay. <laughs> when you come from a third world country, and like you Estonia. used to... Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You can finish the. Co- Sorry, you now you're getting all like Finland, Finland, and I'm like, okay, this is while this is interesting. Can I, like I make the, my point? Yeah, go please. the bumble. Go the bumble point. Go back to that the, point. The I'm point. Sorry. The I'm point sorry. was like, I get it. Uh, you're you're used to crime and p- poverty and stuff like that. And if you go to Finland, then yeah, life is pretty good. Like right. it, th- th- you don't see sure. those kind of issues. Like th- th- there was a lot of inequality from like let's say in Latin America. 
you know you come from a poor family it's mm. tough it's it's not easy but in finland like more or less there you're like equal you, you work hard you make your money and you have a nice home and like you have st- stuff that they want anyway i i met Kind of like they're not local, but they're still foreigner. But they have lived in Europe, or they have traveled enough, and they they know many languages. They're interesting people. I'm like mm-hmm. really like I was like oh okay, okay I like that type of foreigners. Students who are here for a couple of years, kind yeah, of more like okay. I'm I, I, I'm not interested. And those guys who are like I'm a digital nomad. Oh, I'm this and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 uh. I'm like yeah. You're okay. Like, I'm an e-resident, not bitch. I want to say a real resident. <laughs> okay, I don't care about your e-residency bullshit. I need some real visa status. If you wanna, if you wanna settle in this household, <laughs> okay. If you want a visa for this bedroom, bitch, then you better have a real <laughs> residency. <laughs> I want an e residency here, okay. Yeah, I don't care if from from Sri Lanka, or whatever. <laughs> sure, okay. So I mean, first of all, students. So I mean, if okay. they're a student, yeah, now, I'm not because you've already stated stated your you know, your age, right? Yeah, so yeah. they're already typically younger than you. Which might be putting it, or you think? I mean, if, if they're sh- if they're studying in a master's degree, then they're like mm, twenty six, okay. twenty eight, even thirty something. Like uh, mm. if they're getting like usually it's like they're getting the master's degree yep. in Estonia, they're working part time somewhere, blah blah blah, and it's all cool and fun. And I'm like, you you do you, you know, you go for your goals and stuff. Mm. But I've like because I, I actually recognize uh, like the go- the guys that I used to because I was a manager in a restaurant, so I actually I have hired guys like that, and I know I know the difference, and I'm, I know that um, there's gonna be some issues because if, if they're Muslim and usually they put their like religion, and if they're Muslim, I know it's not gonna work for me, and like it's gonna be difficult culture. It's gonna be difficult. I I have nothing against any type of religion, whatever. She's like so uh, she's okay. Sorry. What? I'm <laughs> no, I'm not. No, no, not. But uh, like, it might be harder for us to reach an understanding, sure. like where we come from yeah. and who we are and what we want in life. It can be. And it, uh, actually, one thing that I really li- liked about Bumble is that they put if they want to have kids or not, or if mm. they already have kids. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, uh, if they already it's like uh, haven't done one more. Okay, like it's a baggage. I'll have and don't <laughs> want, want more. more. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. That's also okay, like you can put it like that you already have kids have and, and don't no want more. Because I always, when I was on Tinder, I always appreciated that when maybe the third photo was her and the kid. Okay. So okay. I could be like, cool, I get it, no worries. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's no field on Tinder to put that in. You've okay, got to okay, insert okay. that somehow subtly into yeah. the photos or the text. Mm-hmm. And for me, I, I was. I really was connected with like a coach that I saw that were like honest, kind of like I don't know what I'm looking yet. It's like, uh, like and and they put it like, you know, some accounts were really honest about their beliefs, the religious. They want kids. They want this and da 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 da. And it's really good because I know I don't want those things. So you know, you don't want kids. I don't want kids. No. Huh. I'm already 29. <laughs> oh. Okay, no. not at all. It's interesting. It's interesting. You not know at that? all. I wrote written articles about it. That's how okay. I. <laughs> that's actually that's how people know me. It's like, oh, that's the bitch who doesn't want kids. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so yeah, uh, me, uh, Mariana also like yeah, that's that was the reason why we connected during mm-hmm. the open mic because she was like, you have written about you don't want kids. I have written okay. stuff that cool. I you don't want and yeah. So uh, and actually, it's getting more difficult for me to date now. I'm reaching thirty. 
because when I was like, let's say when I was 21, it's like, oh, blah, blah, dating fun, la, 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 la. Nobody's th- thinking you're too serious. Nobody's like thinking like, oh, she's going to be the future mother of my children, blah, blah, blah. But now when I'm 29, I kind of sense that vibe a lot. So the guys that you're typically connecting with and so forth mm-hmm. are, you believe they're wanting a child. They're they, more have asked, they have asked me. Oh, okay. They're yeah. right on. Like, okay. They have been uh, really unfront about it. And I'm like, you sorry about it. And and then there it comes like a surprise. It's like, but maybe if you meet the right person or, you know, someday, it's always like someday. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe it's never like, you know. Never and then they, okay. Yeah, then they're like, uh, but they want to become a dad. And they're like, uh, and uh. They, they lose interest. And yep. I usually, uh, they usually don't. Do you have that somehow on your profile or is that something maybe a date or two in that is? There's something that, I I didn't think about putting on my profile. I don't know even yeah. why. I should. I, I probably should put it. Like actually, it's hard because on one hand, you uh, you know, I know you to be an honest person and a direct person, and you're very clear about your intentions, which is a great thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other hand, if you put it on the profile, it could be interpreted as a little bit too quick. You're like, I want the kids. Yeah, and that's I don't like, know. whoa, exactly. whoa, okay, geez, settle down, yeah. chick. I get it. Like, yeah, it's a, yeah. exactly like it's something like just get to know me better. Right. But then you've got to work it in because mm-hmm. also you don't want to be a deceptive person. No, and you don't want to lead them on to too many dates. I mm-hmm. saw that video. I don't really know much about it, but the ninety-day romance with the big fat guy with the neck, big Ed, and the crazy chick from some oh. country and the, she's the like, memes are everywhere like, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like you're not telling me you want kid and he's like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. And he's like no i want kid and you're not telling me i want kid and it i don't know i saw i don't know nothing about it but i just saw that one video because i have been dumped a couple of times because of that because i've had like a big argument oh. about not having kids and like I've, I've been really like holding my ground i'm like no it's not gonna happen you're, you're, and you're like you love me as i am or you don't mm. like no, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been actually like, literally been like, okay, it's not going to work out. Sure, because he wants Sorry, that eventually. Yeah. yeah. Some and sort if of I put like really. kicks in and he's like, no, I want to be daddy and, and all this. That's very interesting because typically, stereotypically, mm-hmm. sorry, stereotypically, it's all like, woman, I want kids. Oh, I want this. And guys like, no, I'm the guy. I want to, you know, get out there and get after it. And there's some level some no, some level some age where it turns around for the guy and the guy's like no i won't be daddy it's time for daddy to be daddy and uh you know if he doesn't encounter a compatible woman yeah if guys are so active on dating apps why don't they start the conversation well sorry oh and sorry hi and hi and uh um the reason so we're talking about bumble but Bumble, the woman has to talk first. That's there. So are, I there fucked some, it up. I, I fucked it up. Yeah, so there I are differences, it, yeah. but that's the real, the big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Uh, and actually, th- that's the reason uh, I really like that because I'm in charge. Right. Until you forget. <laughs> sorry. Oh <laughs> my god. I'm so. I didn't ghost. I, I'm really sorry. I'm just. I am really forgetful person, and I have this and that, and I have blah 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 everything going on in my mind. And I like. want to be your priority. <laughs> Women want to be like, no, like this chick had some time for me, and it'll be the same if like some chick is like, if some chick's not gonna reply to me on the dating app, I'll be like, cool chick, I get the idea. You're not into it, like. Nothing personal, it's just life. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It's just like, it's me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, you know, it's like, I literally, like, because I was just, at first I was like, oh, this is fun, blah, blah, blah. And then mm-hmm. I just forgot, like, I was like, no. Then I was working and hmm. drinking and, you know, I was just, I, okay. I sort of. So as you get older, oh, but I am. typically the men are like, yeah. time to be daddy. Yes. And you're like, uh-uh, I am being mummy. <laughs> and <laughs> this is causing a problem. So you've got to. So what are we gonna do? We gotta find a guy who is like I'm not this. Oh my god, this is not like into every, that. Like no, it's the thing is like I'm not desperate. I'm like I just yeah. I would like no. The thing is like I would just I would love to somebody just see me as a person that I am and be like accepting. You know, like oh, just I be, see you as nothing but a uterus who can produce my child and that's pump some, me out. Of, yeah, really. Sometimes okay. I feel like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you ju- they're just looking. For a wife or like for a like a mother that would take care of the house and the kids and mm. stuff, and it doesn't matter who the woman is. It doesn't why, matter. It's probably it, why they're single at thirty. That that's what they're looking for. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> so it's really rare when I connect to some some guy who is my age, and they, it's like, yeah, I don't think about kids, or I have some other mm. ambitions or goals or whatever, and then they're like cool with it. Because most of the time, they are not cool with it at all. And when it comes up, it's a big fucking issue. And it's like, and we are, and it's like back and forth. And it's like, try, they, they're trying to like persuade me like, but if it's real love, but if, what, if, what if you change your mind when you're 35? But what about this? And what I, the only thing I've said is that maybe in the future, I want to adapt. Okay. When I'm really like older, like re- when I'm really old, I'm, not, I'm young still. <laughs> but I've been like actually uh, thinking about it really like even when I was, let's say, 18 or something like I ha- I've had discussions with my friends and I'm like, I s- really support ab- adoption. And I really like I, I kind of mm. because I was I think it, it comes from when because I was abandoned. So I kind of like, mm. you know, get like the thing like with foster parents and stuff. It's it's really fucking difficult and shit like that. So I kind of that would be enough to sort of push you into that zone of your life. Yeah, I think I think so. And I think um, me not wanting kids is something that is, you know, because of what what happened to me as a child and what comes from my family and stuff like that. And it's really and it takes some time to get to know me, get to understand me, and like it's it's layers and layers. It's not something that. It's gonna happen in first date. You're not. You know. You're gonna see the fun silly. You're gonna see the joking. Black, 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 you know the. So you can't. And, and I do appreciate as a woman that you can't release this information too soon, because if I'm the dude, I'm like, eh. and if you release that information too soon, I'm gonna be like, yo, but you haven't had this dick. Like when you have this <laughs> dick, like she's gonna want all of my babies as soon as she has this dick. <laughs> Uh, Scylla wants to be a mommy, but in a different way because she likes to be in charge. <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe. Yeah, well, Damn. You don't, you don't know me. <laughs> uh, being a mother, it's a role. It's a, it's a really, it's something that is not like, oh, I'm going to be a, a mom for like two years. And then, you know, it's, sure. it's, it's for a lifetime. Puppies of a life. Yeah. It, it's true. It is for life. And it's a lot of responsibility. I'm not good with that. I'm gonna be <laughs> honest. Even though you're the CEO <laughs> of an NGO, but I'm not good with responsibility. But it's something like okay, work is work. I get you're kind uh, of like t- 
tied up with that. But you can always just, you know, let it go and just be like, fuck this, I'm going to move out of the country, I'm going to do this, so like I'm going to mm. change. And I love the freedom, I love my independence, I love that nobody is r- actually r- relying on me, mm. in a way, like, uh, like not every day that somebody needs me constantly because uh, yeah I'm a free spirit I'm sorry but that's who I am that's who I am and I, and I don't want too many like restrictions in my life that somebody actually depends on me sure. it's a lot of, I, 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 even talking about it stresses me the fuck out <laughs> like I mean it's interesting that stress and where it comes from because uh, we got a little bit here we can just, uh, so how old are you right now 29. 29. Okay. You should know it by now. Yeah, I know. I feel like I always <laughs> want to check. Was it 27, 30, 29? I knew it was in the zone. It's past the It's past the first zone. It's... Okay, second. What are the zones? Okay, right, 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 right. The only... Okay. That you're 29. And it's like... It's a bold statement to make at 29. I respect it. It's interesting. And right on. Um, I wonder, and I guess this is the typical thing that you hear from guys is, what if you change your mind? So what? What if you change? Okay. So what? You try fucking dating as a 40 year old woman. How good those options you think are going to be when you're 40 and you're out there trying to find some sort of reasonable gentleman. Is that at all? Has that been something that occurs to you? Like what? I don't know. Is it all? What if I change my mind? What if I'm 40 and I change my mind and my options are even less than these jerks around me right now? Uh, You know what? I'm not worried because I I, I live in the present. Here's the thing Mm -hmm. like, if there's a problem, like, I don't worry ahead. Like, if there's a situation or problem, yes, I, I deal with it when it's current. Like, I don't worry about future, about 10 years, 25, whatever. I don't even worry about next month, to be honest. I live in the present. I deal with shit that is happening right now at this moment. And for me, I have been alone most of my life without my parents, without support, without like anybody, without boyfriends, I have never been married, whatever. And I'm doing fine, to be honest. Like I have got my shit together and relationships doesn't define who I am. Sure. Doesn't define my happiness my self-love, uh, self-worth, or nothing like that. And of course, like I I am hopeful that someday I will meet somebody who gets who I am and wants to be with me as a partner and respects me and understands me and whatever, but doesn't put the pressure on me like, like that. Because yes, maybe I am 35 in the future and I want 10 kids, I don't know. Like, I don't think that's gonna happen, but you know, maybe I go crazy. Like, I, I'm sick of guinea pigs, I want babies now, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I don't know, okay. But the thing is like, I've been through so much shit already, so I'm really not that worried. If I'm 40 and I'm still single and nobody wants me, so what, I'm buying the best vibrator that they have. And <laughs> Just like being like Gucci one, it's made of good materials, got a remote control and like shit. That's Bluetooth, timer. like Bluetooth. <laughs> I've seen that's a real thing that know, exists right thing. now. The Bluetooth one. I'm so interested in the Bluetooth vibrator. <laughs> like, why does it need to be Bluetooth? Like, why? How? Under what scenario is the vibrator used from a greater distance than just a wire? Now, if I'm now again, I'm not an expert at these things. I don't really know. I got my vibrator. I'm doing the thing with the vibrator. Just a wire, just a little. We got very short wires. We know how we have this technology. You know why? 
Why do I need to be in the next room to use my vibrator? What about the hackers? Maybe ISIS has got into my vibrator. <laughs> oh my Maybe I'm fucking there's ISIS. Yes, I have the control of the Silicadri vibrator now. Yes. And now we have our plan for destruction. Yeah, and you still didn't satisfy me. Fuck right, you, ISIS. Yeah. <laughs> to use the to use Pibes line, I will destroy the pussy. <laughs> mm, atomic destroy the pussy. Maybe that's like, why do we need a Bluetooth vibrator? I'm still not exactly sure. I think it's just, you know, so you can see. Okay. It's just from for my phone. Because I'm so addicted <laughs> to my phone. I'm like, what's going on on Twitter? Ah, 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 ah. Maybe. Can we go back to talking about shaving your balls or something? Sure. <laughs> like something I meant to shave my balls normal. this morning. I didn't. I put the razor in, but I didn't shave my balls. I'm like a bit hairy, you know? I gotta shave the balls. Yeah, it's almost summer. It is, and they gotta hang free. It's summer. It. We gotta. Um, have I talked about this? You can just shave the balls. Like they're not as delicate as you would think. You would think like, oh, it's the balls. You mm -hmm. gotta be like, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna make this fine thing? You just got to just, just run the razor over them. It's fine. It's not that bad. Like I've. Never had a problem. Just run the razor over them. Because you would go like, whoa, 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 razor. Don't put sharp things Next yeah. to yeah, sharp yeah, things, yeah, yeah. next to my balls. No way, mm -hmm. bro. No, like it's fine. You just do it. Because I feel like if you want, if you want your balls in her mouth, I, you don't want to be putting these big hairy things in there. Like the least you can do is make them smooth. Like, what do you want? Like, it'd be like eating a fruit with little bits of hair still hanging them off them. You'd be like, like, nah. Like, yeah. I mean, let alone something comes out, right? Like, holy shit. That's the least you can do is just wireless is more convenient, says Gustav. Oh, like, you know Gustav, do you? Okay. Maybe he does. I don't know. I could look, maybe. Sure. It's still <laughs> just more convenient. Like, really? Significantly more convenient? Like, the wire is it? I don't know. Anyway. Well, maybe it's good for the environment. Look, yeah, maybe. Look, <laughs> Gustav, though. Look, my friend, shave your balls, okay? Like, it's the least you can do when presenting <laughs> them to a woman mm -hmm. is make sure that... Look, maybe there's a bit on top. I'm not saying you need to be completely hairless. I'm mm -hmm. just saying the sack should be smooth in an ideal circumstance because it's not that hard. Yeah, yeah. agreed. When how I are you, how is it for you? Because there's different levels. How are you when you, you see your blokes and like, you're like, and you can tell like no razor has ever touched this area. This Amazon jungle has not been hit. You know, like. I, I would tell them that it makes your dick look smaller. <laughs> <laughs> and they usually, after that, they shave. They're yeah, like, yeah. no, <laughs> they're not okay yeah. with that. Uh, well, it's been a long time since I saw anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, usually I'm just uh, happy when somebody wants me. I'm like, I'm going to go with it. Okay, you don't <laughs> give a shit. Depends. When I'm in a relationship, then it's different. But You're like Dr. Livingstone <laughs> up the jungle. You're like, <laughs> you've got a Sherpa That's helping you find your way through, finding your way. Cutting away the vines. <laughs> What's the knife? It's 
I need to find my way through this. <laughs> Gustav says, yeah, I'm totally not 14. I'm a pro. 14 is a very specific age, my friend. Okay. Well, it's, mm. yeah. That was cool. Uh, dating apps in general. Yeah, it's cool, and I know. So, uh, yeah, you're a bit behind. That's why Bumble is interesting. So Bumble, the woman has to connect first. Tinder, yeah. it's a goddamn free-for-all. Mm-hmm. But um, so were you on the dating apps? Were you using Tinder at all? Mm-mm. Just Bumble. Just Bumble, yeah. Okay. I don't have time for two dating apps. Oh <laughs> my God, it's so much effort. I gotta swipe <laughs> and the looking and the thinking and the... Right, so, <laughs> okay. so for me, when I was on Tinder, mm-hmm. I guess I would say the... Um, I think my observation was that the average age on tinder a little bit lower so if you because when you're going on tinder you got to say i'm interested in from this age to yeah, this yeah. age same for bumble sure 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 so but the thing was that i think there wasn't enough for me suitable candidates saying i want a dude who's 39 40 mm-hmm. so i could get to the end of tinder in talent like and then because that's a bit sad when you like you get to the end Especially like Bumble, there's not that many. So I didn't feel bad about okay, getting okay. to the end of Bumble. But when you get to the end of Tinder and there's like, there's no one more around you and you think like, oh, I could increase the range to 80 kilometers, but then I'm getting like, and you're like, oh, you're hot as fuck, but you're in Finland. So yeah, actually I was interested that I'm still going to keep the app when I go to Lithuania. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, you could though right now because I think, isn't it that Tinder, because Tinder had the paid thing that you could declare yourself anywhere. Oh. and But in the lockdown, Tinder made that function free. So usually it's area restricted, mm-hmm. but in the lockdown, Tinder has made it so that you can say, hey, I want to check out dudes in Vilnius. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you got to get on it now, make those connections now. <laughs> so in a month and a half, when you get down to Vilnius, this Lithuanian fucking Polius, Julius, whatever the fuck these guys are called down there. He's like, I want some of that silica reaction. <laughs> and you don't have to pay for a place to stay. You got it all sorted out. That's why. And he's all like, oh, I have somewhat Nordic woman no, from he, Estonia. He'll be like, you speak Russian? I'm like, no. Oh, well, whatever, yes. let's fuck. <laughs> it's like, you know. Oh, yeah, you need that. Yeah, uh, you need those Lithuanian. I mean, they're good dudes <laughs> down in Lithuania. Just, uh, just earlier this week on the Comedy Estonia YouTube, you might have seen uh, Ardo and Carl were talking to Paulius, uh, who Paulius runs a, a – he's Lithuanian. They were yeah. doing the Kulaport. Mm-hmm. And Paulius is Lithuanian, and he runs – they're called the Humoro Clubos, which in English is the Humor Club, which sounds super lame. It sounds better in Lithuanian. Humoro Clubos, right? It sounds better. And they're basically the Comedy Estonia – of Lithuania, except they're way more popular and way more famous and, you know, way like- They have more people there. Yeah, well, they have like three times more people. Yeah, so. so. And Polius is the guy, he's the man. So they had him on. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you could already be listening, getting that Lithuanian vibe, but the the Lithuanian dudes are cool. Like my observation has been the Lithuanian dudes are super cool. So maybe you should hit up that Tinder, start talking to the Poliuses of, (laughs) you know, 
Let's see what happens, you know. But the thing was like, I was drunk the entire two weeks. So I already met people anyway. So I was like, I'm... Uh, <laughs> right, you're in Spain. Now, going with so, the stereotypes, there's enough Spanish dudes at any bar that you might go at. Oh, like, yeah. oh hello, uh, As soon lady. as I was alone. Yeah, boom. Yeah. Like, yeah, they don't I fuck was like, around, whatever, man. you're Jose well, or Reporter. They do fuck around, but they don't fuck around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I, the thing is, I always have a problem that guys who are married are hitting on me. Ah, oh, really? With the ring, or you just with the ring? Even they oh, forget to take it. Dang, <laughs> and I was like, that's straight up. You like, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I know it. So they're like, they, they, hello, yeah, they my name it. is Eduardo, but you have a ring. Yes, so uh, <laughs> Eduardo must go now. <laughs> oh, it's been so awkward. Uh, and I and I was like, because I I've always like, been a little bit snarky about it, you know. I was like, um, so when was your wedding? Uh, they're like, yeah. what? Do you know me? I'm like, no, I just see the ring. I'm just wondering. Oh uh, yeah, we're separated. Like, and it's like, oh, it's so awkward. So, oh my god, it's so awkward. But, uh, but I, 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 come on, take the fucking ring off. That's the least you can do. I mean, seriously. That's a really good point. If you're a foreign chick, and like, right on, you're in Spain, like, right on. Like, I respect <laughs> you, sister. You're like, I gotta go get some action. I'm hitting up Spain. Cool. Like, no disrespect, but maybe yeah. You're right. Right. You're in fucking Spain. You don't need the dating app in Spain. You just need to go to the bar and start hanging out and there's enough Eduardos who are going to start talking a conversation. Because I usually wear you. nothing. It's like, you know, <laughs> I have my girls out. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You know? Where are my girls at? <laughs> no, I have my girls out. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not today, but like usually. Right, right. So I mean, like, maybe it was, you know, back in the day, the way the far, the British guys would come on the Ryanair or something and go like, yeah, Estonia, we're going to find the chicks or something. I don't know. But it was like that. It still exists for you girls if you go to spain right now right mm. on because i went to torreveja uh, which is not a, like a big place okay. and it, a lot of tourists and stuff but the locals were more like you know countryside locals that are cool but their english is terrible like i was like i was like si sí, si sí, me gusta i was like whatever like <laughs> i was like whatever it's just like and i actually i made out with a cup and I, <laughs> Make it with a cup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like a cup. Like, like, like a, yeah, yeah. Like a police officer. Oh, a cop. Like a cup. I was like, you made it with a cup. I'm like, how drunk were you? I'm like, ah. Uh, okay. You're the case. Yeah. So, uh, okay, a cop. Okay, a police Sorry, officer. Po police officer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Local police officer. How did you know? Did he say, "I am a police officer"? <laughs> Actually, his friends told me that. Oh, like, he didn't want to say, but yes. But he was like, with, with "My friend Miguado, he's police officer." Yes. I don't know what the fuck his name was. Like. Okay. <laughs> I, was I don't know what they called like, him. Yeah, yeah. Miguado. Yeah. Hello, Miguado. You should have like three names as well. Like it's like, okay. what? I can call like if I call him, I'll say it's probably right. <laughs> I'm so racist. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Like, be racist as fuck as long as you're putting out. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Call me Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. I don't but, give uh, a shit, chick. 
As long as as long as we're making out, you can call me fucking crocodile Dundee Hunter. I don't give a fuck. A bombat. Yeah. Call me Aboriginal names, no problems. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like I had a great time, but the thing was like uh the police officer. It was so funny because I told Mariana that I made out with a police officer. Mariana was like, what the fuck? Like, and I'm, I'm crazy, you know? And like, uh, he didn't speak any English. And I mean, like, none. And I had actually, a, like, his friend who was international, he, he was translating <laughs> what he was saying. It was so funny. Oh and then the guy who was translating wanted to hook up with me as well. And I was like, what the fuck is nice. going on? He's like, yo, I've got to get my commission. I need a little kickback here for the work I'm doing. Fair enough. He's like. <laughs> it was like, that was, let, let's just say it was an interesting weekend. <laughs> yeah, he's got to get paid too, you know, like. I was like, I, it was, I was just, I was making jokes like, oh, are you the ambassador? Or, you know, like, just like, you know, because yeah, it was like- into the embassy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made so many bad jokes. I, ha I have a personal, like, the thing yeah, is like, like, uh, okay, maybe you, you notice my look, because I look so different. I was at a really local, weird bar that only like Spanish people go, and there was not a lot of foreign people. So I really stood out. Um, I'm- Gringo, I know I'm gringo. <laughs> so, you know, I know, I know it because like my Latina friends call me Silla di Mozzarella because I have a white ass and it's like mozzarella. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. oh They're like, oh, yeah. I see some mozzarella coming here. <laughs> you know, it's like because I'm so white. You know, uh, <laughs> and I, I, I had a great time and uh, yeah, but they were like. As soon as somebody talked to me, and I was like, I have no idea what's going on. So I was, I was clueless. I was drinking my whiskey. I was doing my little dance. You know, <laughs> I was having a good time, and and it was it was funny. It was, it was really funny. <laughs> and yeah, I think it's great. You can go like that country, do that thing, have your good time. You're like, mm -hmm. I'm a chick. I'm from the Nordics. Yeah, I'm looking for a good time because I felt exotic. Yeah, do I it. You should be able to. And even if even if there was a, a woman who maybe you're watching, maybe you're from the Estonia, from the Nordics, whatever. And look, maybe you don't even need to go down and get some Spanish chorizo, right? Maybe you don't <laughs> even need to get that. Maybe you just like, you know, I would love it. You know, hey, hey, Lewis, let, let's say, let's go back, rewind like a few years, right? Mm -hmm. Not right now. Be like, hey, Lewis, there's a place you can go. Talk to a bunch of good-looking chicks. You may not get laid, but you're gonna talk, go out, have a good time, talk about. Yeah, you're like, yeah, it sounds alright. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Right. Or welcome to me in the Stone in 2006, maybe. I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> so, yeah, I had a great time, and I always love when I stand out. You know, when I get attention, I love oh, attention. Come right, on, right. excuse me, <laughs> like <laughs> every Friday. Is <laughs> it know? only Spain? I mean, Spain is such the stereotype. Like, oh, Spanish okay, guys, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, in so. Turkey as well. Oh, okay, Turkey. <laughs> it's also a stereotype. Right, right, yeah. um, uh, Italy, is that a thing? I've well? never been to Italy. Okay. No, I never they got the Corona to. now. You don't want to go there. Mm. No I also stood out when I was in Dubai, kind of. Sure. But they thought that I was an escort, so it was different. Yeah, <laughs> Dubai's going to be different because you got the very the big difference in society yeah. between the Arabs and yeah. then the other people who from the different countries that are there workers. There are a lot of expats there. Right, a lot, lot of expats. So you're either mixing in very distinct communities mm -hmm. the expat community the arab yeah. community which i wouldn't even know how to get into because when i was in i went to uh in 2000 what 2005 
uh, when I was a IT consultant in Sydney mm. and I was a trainer, I was a software trainer because when I, I am have a master's of computer science, um, but my first boss, Rob, who, uh, you know, he very quickly worked out that I was better at talking than I was at programming. So mm-hmm. uh, he made me, uh, they did software training. So he, I was a software trainer. Okay. And uh, not very long out of university, they were like, yo, we got opportunity. Who wants to go to Saudi Arabia? And it was one of those things where like everyone stepped back and I'm like, yeah, cool. I'll go to Saudi Arabia. So yeah, I got to go to Saudi. I got, I was like, I wasn't that long out of university. So stupid, so young. Mm. And I'm in uh, for like three weeks in Riyadh, Mm -hmm. uh, teaching, uh, working for basically the company was Saudi Aramco, the big Mm -hmm. oil company there. And uh, so I'm giving these software training courses to these Arab dudes. And uh, it was very interesting. And after a while, I got to know a few of them. And, you know, they would maybe on the weekend take me out, yeah. show me the sights of Riyadh. There's not, there is a lot to see on one hand, but also they're not, you know, it's like a touristic place. I agree. And I did get to talk to them a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, how did you, you know, hook up? You got partners. And at best, I was like, you, a lot of the time it was arranged. They were like at the family and or that, or it was... It was either arranged or it was the first girl that I met on a very rare story that I heard someone had dated somebody, it had not worked out and they had dated somebody else. That was extremely rare situation for those people. So they're mainly just, there's not the same dating culture. There's not the same going out yeah. kind yeah. of culture. Uh, I was there in like 2017 or something like that. So later than you. Um, It was like, yeah, the city is really um, impressive and this and that. And, you know, tall buildings and camels and Lamborghinis and Ferraris and blah, blah, blah. blah. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, And I've kind of... It felt really plastic to me, you know. It felt like it doesn't have a soul because I'm used to like old town shit, yeah, yeah. having this history, having this culture, blah yeah. blah blah. Old blah. town is a tent for those guys. Like one generation, I mean, literally one generation ago, they were nomadic people with yeah. tents and so forth. And then Texas Tea comes up, and now it's like time yeah. for a metropolis. Because I think that Dubai was built in '71, something like this. Once the oil comes, then yeah. bam. So they start, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a really new city. Like mm. it's so new, and it, it felt like for me it was weird that a place that doesn't have a long history and it's the middle of the desert. It was weird. The climate was weird for me. I wasn't not used to it. That it's burning hot, and then it's like kind of like it mm. drops uh, after six o'clock when the sun goes down. It drops like, like ten almost degrees or yeah, something. It's very cold afterwards. It, a little bit like it's not, it was not cold for me, but it was still like. Wow, you could really feel it. It was like really sudden, and mm. um, for me, uh, yeah, there was like I met some people who were from Ireland, Irish people, and then there was a lot of like Canadians and people from America, and like they. What were you doing in Dubai? I was just uh, like visiting my friend, and I was on a holiday oh, there. Oh, okay. So yeah, because my friend used to live there, 
Like mm. and it, he, he was working there, and I was like, "Oh, you want to come?" Blah, blah blah. And I was like, "Yeah, you know." Sure. And, and I was just like, "Yeah, whatever." Like it, cool. it was like November, so yeah, I want to go somewhere where yeah, it's warm, yeah, yeah, yeah. and because it was snowstorming in Helsinki, and I was like, "Yeah, I want to get the fuck out of here." Mm. So I went there. Like it, it was really interesting experience because I could see that there are really strong strong communities that like like the Irish would stick together and the mm. British would stick together. It, it was interesting for me but usually yeah they were living together like in an apartment like four or five of them and they were making a lot of money but they were also spending a lot of money mm. and it was kind of like when i was talking to people i didn't get the sense that they were actually happy with their lives it was sure. kind of like you know just a, like a facade it was like putting putting on some like masquerade all the time and i, I was just like okay but i think unless you're actually like i've got a goal I want to get the house mm. or the whatever I yeah. need. But if you're just there for the money, I mean, any we, we know that anytime you're just working for money, yeah. it's a tough thing. And it does seem like that. Either you've got to get in, get out, yeah. or with direct goals and yeah. very distinct goals or or not. But Because yeah. like I was hanging every day with, with, with different kinds of groups and mm. then the people were like, drinking like heavily i mean like the like the foreign people there were drinking heavily party yeah. but it was really expensive to like go out and eat and have drinks and it was it, the bars were super expensive like i i paid 12 euros for a beer yeah. i mean it was not cheap so uh but yeah they were like and they were like yeah 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 like i'm a teacher here and like yeah 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 like i've been here for five years and like blah, 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 talking like that and i'm like but are you happy? Yeah, is it fun? Are you enjoying these? It doesn't five seem years? like they, they seem like really yeah. like overworked and like kind of like sure. you know I I don't, I don't know I, I get like the sense that this city was so fake, right. kind of like the people were fake, the like the buildings were fake and and also because I went to the part where actually the workers live, you know, the taxi drivers, right. the, the construction workers, which are often from another country, maybe Bangladeshi, Indians, yes, something like this exactly. They were from. Uh, not only like, they were Pakistanian right. uh, and you know like nearby and mostly mm. like Indian and stuff like that, and they lived in really shitty conditions and it was like that. That was another like side of it. You know, it's not the Dubai Marina or the mall or the Burj Khalifa or whatever. It wasn't the fancy, glamorous, touristy blah blah. But it was like I actually saw how the common folk lived there, who mm. build those huge, huge buildings, and they get paid nothing and then they have the families they send the money and they live with like 10 people in tiny apartments and it's uh, i i didn't think it was fair I, I saw a lot of like inequality there and i just saw that this is some kind of like city of castle you know it's like uh like everything is streets are made of gold but uh, there's like a slavery culture i yeah. think it's how the arab people uh, one thing, like, because I got, I got to, I guess, kind of know them a little bit. Well, in a way that I was teaching these groups of Arab people, and I had to really quickly learn the hierarchy of the room. Oh, that okay, they're okay. super hierarchical, yeah, and they're super like, yo, the boss is the boss, and the boss is super important. And like when I'm teaching a class, I want to identify who doesn't know what's going on and give yeah, them yeah, more yeah. help or whatever. But I had to, I sort of had to really learn to read the classroom super fast mm -hmm. to learn out who was the manager and mm -hmm. who was the just the doer. Now I will say, like stereotypically, if you were just the doer, the lower level, they really didn't know much. Mm -hmm. uh, they weren't very technically skilled, yeah. um, and it was in some ways more difficult to teach them because mm -hmm. they weren't very technical skilled. They really weren't that technically trained, but. I noticed that I couldn't, how to say, I had to educate them, 
but not bring too much focus to their lack of education in that because the manager was always in the room or the one level up. And I could not bring focus to your this gentleman's lack of education or lack of technical knowledge because his manager would notice it. And if the manager noticed that, oh. that's great dishonor. Mm -hmm. This is not good. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. doesn't want, because it's all about the honor. It's yeah. all about the image. Yeah. Yeah. And so if his manager noticed, he would hate me. Mm -hmm. And the other part of when you're giving training courses as a software trainer, the only real criteria that I am based on is the survey. Mm -hmm. They do a survey on the last day. And that's really, unless someone makes a direct complaint, mm -hmm. that's really the only criteria. So I get real good at learning how to mm. butter people up mm -hmm. and make them give me a good survey result. So you learn how to do that. And so on the other hand, I came to be a bit cynical about my job because I'm like, as long as I can get them to give me a survey result, they won't know for about two months that I didn't teach them nothing. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I've kind of learned how to get everyone into alignment that they would. And even yeah. after that, my bosses who were in the UK were so like, Yo, Saudis are crazy. We don't really understand nothing what they're doing. Mm. We will even disregard their survey results. That's how much wow. money Saudi Aramco had. Like, they're just giving us money. We don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. We understand mm -hmm. if they give you weird survey results, we're not even going to judge you. The one criteria that I had, they're like, the one thing that we're going to judge you on how good your job does, we're not even going to worry about that too much. And I'm like, cool. So, made it uh, work. Yeah. Yeah. Because for me, it's, it was like, you know, a lot of fancy shops and this and that. And it was it was all like extra. So extra, everything was like expensive and blah, blah. And I was like, I, I appreciate it because it's so different for me. It was quite, not, not like a culture shock, but it was so different, you know. And I met some, really, I met some Arabs, you know. I didn't make, mm. met some sheikhs or whatever. But uh, but I actually, I stumbled across uh, like like some guys from Oman. And like, I was just like, because I'm like, hey, I'm still like, yeah. la, 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 la. they were like, you do do you know who you're talking to like and i was just like are they trying to impress you with their shit no it was like they were like okay you're not from here we it's okay you know i wanted to get a picture and i yeah, have like yeah. because they were wearing their like you know turbans and stuff and i was like yeah mm. i like it i like it because i'm a stupid tourist you know i was like 25 were any of them like going like i'm gonna get this foreign woman no and, no 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 uh, because uh when uh, i stepped into a bar there was an uh, Asian, like I think Chinese woman. Uh, she thought that I was an escort because there's a lot of like escorts. You know, there's a lot of Russian escorts, uh, Scandinavian, whatever. And it's really common there. It's yeah. super illegal, but it's, uh, and the women make a really decent, like really decent money there. Uh, stuff and like, because I was talking to everybody, like I was like, blah, 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 you know, but I was just like, you know, I'm on a holiday, like, you know, yeah. I'm not. I'm here, and it's like 30 degrees, and I'm drinking beer, and I'm having fun. You know, it's just that's why I'm really social, and I was talking to everybody, and then this, uh, like, this Chinese woman is like, "Girl, you can do better." <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, your act could be better. Hey, I got feedback. <laughs> I got notes on how your performance is doing, honey. If you wanna, <laughs> you seem like a rookie in the game. I was like. I'm not here for business, wow. okay? She's like, of course you're not here for business. I'm not here for business either. Why are you doing that? Yeah. And I was, I was really confused. And, I, and then I asked my friend, like, I was like, what are they talking about? And uh. it's like, they think you're an escort and you're trying to get a customer. 
I was like, oh, oh, no. I was like, no, 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 no. I'd be like, really? There's a Lamborghini in offer? Really? <laughs> What's your price? Yeah. Name, a, name a price, you really? know. Just got to touch that a bit for a ride in a Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> so, Is it a good Lamborghini? <laughs> and, and I asked my friend, like, how do you know who's an escort and who's not? And he said, like, if the talk is too good to be true and the chick is like drop dead gorgeous yeah, and into you something yeah, like yeah, for yeah. no reason at all sure. just like uh, what you do what is your occupation and like la 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 and if you say that you're not some CEO then mm. she's like mm, she's okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. because she wants like a uh, thousand euros per an hour or something like it's like you know sure it's like and i was like but they cannot be like they're so gorgeous they're like have really super nice outfits and mm. like because i i w always had this kind of like an idea if you're a prostitute or whatever you do like okay but like i always thought that oh no they work in the streets or something and my friend was like no no no, this is dubai so yeah, everything dubai, is yeah. like like you know the high class and stuff and the, and the escorts are like the worst best <laughs> and i was like yeah. well i guess you know <laughs> sure i mean if you're driving off in the lamborghini then this is saying something about the paying capacity of the clients yeah so i want and okay. i was like i didn't know about that that was really interesting mm. i have because you're yeah like, i would have prepared you're like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was like i'm wearing no makeup like <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had a great time it was so different it was not like Europe or anything I have seen any, anywhere. It was not even like Turkey or Spain or whatever the other mm. countries. that. Because I don't have that opulence in Turkey. Like, yeah, there's a lot of dudes going, eh, but it's not, you know. But it, it was fun. But it, and, uh, I, I heard so much shit about like, oh, if you go to Saudi Arabia, you have to dress in burqa or something. And it's not true at all. It was like, I was wearing. Uh, when I was there, I didn't, in that the three weeks that I spent in Riyadh and Saudi Arabia, I will say that I didn't see in my interactions, I was teaching classes. And then, I mean, in my off time, uh, first of all, they say like, well, you, there's these police that you can't just walk the streets. And I walked the streets. I walked the streets in my what? Hawaiian board shorts. It was fine. But I, did, I didn't interact with a woman for a couple of weeks. And I do remember after like two weeks, mm -hmm. I went to the supermarket and I noticed there was a foreign woman there mm -hmm. and she didn't have the thing on. So, okay, I was like, that's cool. But I saw a foreign woman after two weeks at the supermarket and she had the, she had her face was, was not covered and she, but she was right down to her, almost to the bottom of her legs was covered. Mm -hmm. But I had not seen a woman in two and a half weeks. And I was like, oh, there's some hot ankles. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yes, walk around, pick up those peas. Yes, I want to. Yes, oh the oh the ankles, and yeah. I I was starting to understand why jihad happens at that stage. I was like, maybe yo dudes just got to get laid a little more, and then the Middle East would be a little calmer. But the thing is, like, you can sexualize anything. Sure. You can wear a fucking burqa and still people. Be like turned on by your shape or whatever, or like anything, like dudes eyes or whatever, anything. like whatever. Yeah, it's like I was like, why do we need such a sexually repressed culture? Is that part of it? I mean, we don't want to go crazy. We don't want to go Instagram, you know. Because crazy, I think that but porn is not allowed. They're like, I don't know how it would go. But my friend was complaining about that. That porn is illegal. So maybe it is. All I know is that because it, back when, mm -hmm. and we know that I'm not looking at so much porn these days, <laughs> but back when I would want to frequent such websites, if there was pornography that was made in a Middle Eastern style, 
in a style. Maybe there was the traditional outfits, the burqa, the thing, or some sort of hint of that. Dang, that'd be number one. Yeah. Or if there was something, some some sort of porn that was like made out to be like maybe Indian in culture. And again, just because there's such a large yeah. base of people there that like just statistically, if some dudes are into like something Indian, Pakistani, Bangladeshi dressed in that particular mm -hmm. way, dang, that's number one like of the charts. Yeah, yeah. Because there were some restrictions with your internet. I remember that I couldn't access uh, all websites, and like I, I remember there being some restrictions, and there was like, it was yeah, yeah. Because uh, like being gay is not okay there, and like there was a lot of things like that. Like yeah. I remember, and, and my friend told me that uh, porn was not allowed, and like like magazines, videos, uh, let's like sites, sure. whatever. No, nothing. You gotta was keep that shit on your laptop before you go. Yeah. You need to. Yeah. So like, or you have some good friends who <laughs> will send you something. Yeah, or okay, like <laughs> some download links, some VPNs. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah, something like that. Um, but uh, I also like, because I ask a lot of stupid questions whenever I travel, I'm like, I'm the stupid tourist. I don't know anything. So I, I was like, do you even have booze here? And they were like, yes, it's expensive, but it's allowed because there's so much foreign people here. The community mm -hmm. is so big. And if they will be a dry country, it wouldn't work for that. But it's in the gated communities discreet no, it's places like, it's like in the bar there are some laws okay you cannot be uh drunk in public right. you can get arrested you don't want to do like i was not yeah. fucking well dubai police i'm not i was like i'm not fucking with you guys <laughs> like i was drunk but i was like okay we're gonna get a taxi or we like you know because i'm like i don't want like if i if i would be in prison in dubai uh, my life would be over <laughs> come on like you know and uh, yeah you don't want to get arrested in a foreign country because the odds are against you literally sure. like so uh yeah so they were like they had some rules and the prices were high i don't remember that they actually sold a lot of booze in like convenience stores or uh, something i didn't see okay. that at all like i don't remember at all because i remember like we went out for drinks and like because my friend asked me to bring some like rum and gin and stuff from estonia and i was like yeah i can buy and he was like the limit is four liters that you can bring to the country and i was like sure I, i'm gonna bring you like two liters of rum and two liters of gin and you know we're gonna have a party and it's fine but like yeah because you cannot actually buy booze there it's like you can go to a bar and have a drink and stuff but but yeah and uh, and i get it because they had so much foreign people and if they would just you know repress their right to drink it would be a problem because there's right. so much companies and they need the foreigners to run the place they need yeah they need it yeah, they need yeah. it so yeah there was it was really interesting it was so different i was like wow that, that it was an experience i I'm, i was i've never seen anything like that before uh, I don't know how the fuck we got on the talking about the Middle East, but we did. That's, <laughs> I know the geopolitical from your boss to the Middle East situation. That's all right. <laughs> from my that is the that should be the name of my next comedy special. From my balls to the Middle East. <laughs> wow, that could be it. And you would get arrested yeah, when you in, would do your show in, in Dubai the, in the Middle East. <laughs> can you yeah. can you imagine doing and your from show? From my balls to the Middle East. Uh, but we're coming up to six o'clock, so yes. we're gonna wrap it up again. We've done another. This is number seven. Eight. This is eight. This is eight today. This eight. Is eight. We're gonna do it again next week. Yeah. You're not sick of me. No. <laughs> it's, oh. Oh, it's okay. oh my god. Oh my god. No, I don't want to have kids with you, but still, I'm not sick of you. Like I don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to. Thank you. That is the best compliment I got this year, and this is really sad. <laughs> it's really sad. Okay. <laughs> like, 
I like you even though I don't want to have kids with you. Okay. She's way near though. Jesus. <laughs> uh, thanks very much for joining everybody uh, for being in the chat. Uh, yeah, it's been cool. We're going to be next, next week. Yes. And you want to check out that new Tissadent episode. It's everywhere. Check the charts. We're there. Oh, We're dang. on top, baby. Yes. Woo. Right, guys. <laughs> top three or something like that. Very nice. Thanks for watching, guys. <laughs> Signing off now. Bye-bye. See you. See you next week. Bye-bye.